Killers. I'm Bolonius Francine Marconi. Eddie Barella is right there. Look at him. Eyeball him. Yes. There, there I am. Um, we are diplomats of doom and dysfunction. Eddie, uh, do you, before you uh, start, uh, I always, whenever I start a broadcast or a show or whatever, I always have to mouthwash right before because I have this really? PTSD from being in radio studios using other people's microphones my whole life ah, yeah, yeah. until I've gotten yeah. my own. And um, I used to, you know, you'd get real close to the microphone, which is a mistake in radio. And that's, you know, people wonder like, well, how do you get sick? You know, from that stupid microphone and what everybody's touching the same thing. So it's nice when you have your own place to, you know, do your show. But I still, in my mind, I can still smell that nasty microphone. Oh, Yeah. <laughs> there's always somebody who's a smoker and then you have, you oh. have the shift after them and you could the microphone just absorbs all the 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 smoke from somebody's mouth and the yeah. bad just just odors that come oh. out of it it's just really disgusting and the, and like you know cuz like at some stations I would bring in you know the microphones have windscreens when I couldn't replace my and use my own microphone I would bring my own windscreen in in a bag it would be in a, like a sealed plastic Ziploc bag in a drawer that was locked for my, just for me. And I would put that on there because DJs uh, don't like rinse their mouth out before they go in and talk into the microphone. So you'd look and there would be food particles and whatever it was, tartar, I don't know, shot into the microphone that would shoot out of their mouth when they would talk. And it was so disgusting. So. And then sometimes you would see little food particles on the screen of the microphone. Yes. And, and it's so gross. Like there's and, a little white speck of someone's sandwich, and then you have to put your mouth on their sandwich. Yeah, no, thank you. That's yeah, why. No thanks. I would always put a wind, my own windscreen on over anything, and then uh, you know every six months I would uh, get a new one because I'm like it's still touching the part of the microphone where everybody's mouth has been, so I don't want that on the inside. So that's gonna seep right. through anyway. And then I would also have. Right. Another windscreen that would protect me from getting too close to that microphone, which I have now, out of PTSD. So it's like, <laughs> so just years of it, I just have to have layers of protection, you know? It's so weird. I know. So uh, gross. I, uh, some, some DJs will bring in their own little uh, foamy thing. That's what studio. I'm. That's what I'm talking about. The windscreen. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Right, right, right. And so, like, uh, and, yeah, and, and so the, the worst, though, is even, it's just such a faux pas in radio, people that don't uh, do, but if you have your own headphones and somebody needs headphones, I would always just have an old pair of headphones for like guests, like, you know, my last pair of headphones that I, you know, graduated from and got a new pair. And I would just have those for guests if they came in, because a lot of times there's not enough headphones around. Or, uh, yeah, and that's that's another thing people don't realize when you work in radio. The radio stations never ever provide headphones for the DJs. Oh, that's not uh, true. You have to bring your own. Almost every job I've ever had in radio, except well, for like two, has given me I've brand never new. Never been provided. 
as part of oh, my uh, welcoming package, they give me a brand new pair of headphones. <laughs> that has never happened to me once. It's happened to me like four or five times. Wow. Yeah. I've never I've never received a pair of headphones ever from a radio station. And, uh, I must work for the cheapest companies. Yeah, you really do. <laughs> that's why that's what I should have done when we started Mood Killers is sent you a pair of headphones. <laughs> like here you go. Uh, and well, these radio headphones are not cheap either. They're like a hundred bucks at least. Yeah, I mean, but they you know, that's the thing, is like so you bring them in and then then I would have to lock them away because if you would leave the station or leave them at the station. Yeah, they would get used by like you know part-time people or whatever, and not only would they wrap your uh, headphone cord around the thing, because you don't you're supposed to drizzle it into the little uh, satchel that you put it in. You're not supposed to wrap the headphone cord around the headphones. That's bad for the cord, right? And right. you would always know if somebody used your headphones because they'd be wrapped around, and then that spiral, that beautiful spiral that uh, is natural for the headphone cord to have, like an old telephone yeah. cord. That uh, the professional headphones have would be all messed up, and you'd have to unravel that and figure that out. And then sure. you've got that person's earwax on the ear cups of the headphones. You might as well just burn them. So yeah, it's disgusting. <laughs> Radio people are gross too. They nobody really showers are. either. <laughs> That's right. Nobody showers. Nobody brushes their teeth. And you're gonna stand in the room in the room that they they you know bring their filth into every single day. That's why I. Uh, I uh, choose to work in my own studio. <laughs> so, just, you know. That's right. Uh, I'll never again go back to that shared space. Oh, God, it's so gross. Well, um, you know, yeah. we've got a great show for you. Uh, it's uh, germ-free, <laughs> as much as we can possibly muster. And, uh, Eddie, do you have any gift cards that you have never used? Because I guess there's 23 billion unused gift cards out there, like $23 billion yeah, worth. It's I, the biggest scam in America, these gift cards. Well, because you forget. You're like, uh, why yeah. don't you just give me uh, like a, a cash? That's fine. I mean, a gift card is fine. But then, you know, I, I, you know, it's nice if somebody gives you like a coffee gift card or if they know you like a restaurant, they'll give you a gift card to that place. Or, you know, maybe they've some people just go out, they buy a bunch of gift cards. And then when so, the situation presents itself. They're like, oh, I got to give him a gift card for that. You know, like my, the manager right, of right. my building, when she's really nice, sometimes I'll just put a little gift card in the, the mail slot and just say, thank you for always taking care of me. You know, just because. I think we should start giving each other cash, though, because these <laughs> gift cards, you forget about them and you can only use them in one spot. Right. Uh, yeah, I, I, yeah, I have some opinions on that. So I had more to say. Yeah. You're not going to believe how many, how much money Starbucks has sitting in gift oh. cards that are unused. Oh, no. I have the the exact number. Oh, you, you do. And oh, then okay. uh, I, I do. And then uh, one in four dog owners do this one thing, and I really hope that it's known in our listening audience. Yeah, really. All about it. Okay, yeah. that's all coming up on the only show where hope goes to die. Yeah, we're on socialized media. Um, yeah. Uh, my favorite one is probably for us. Instagram. I like posting weird videos. There's this dad. It's, I don't know what he was listening to. Some uh, band was playing. It looked like he had uh, something. He was on <laughs> some, maybe some pills. or. But he goes all the way back. You know that thing I told you that Taylor Swift does when she's on stage and she can sing? And she can bend her legs backwards and go all the way back while she's singing and then pop back up? Well, this, like, I don't know, this dad, this gray-haired guy, he might be you know, late fifties, 
Yeah, did, I saw this video. <laughs> he did that. And I'm um, like, what the what's going on? Yeah. Yeah. And what was the song again? It was it was it Taylor Swift? No, it was some uh okay. classic rock song. But it was very oh, okay. <laughs> it was good. I liked it. it was, so uh that's yeah, he's got our, some moves. Follow us on Instagram at Mood Killers for more of that. You know, um, Eddie, we're talking about this. Americans are sitting on unused gift cards worth like $23 billion. And I, you know, whenever somebody gives me a gift card, it's usually like, you know, to Amazon. My, my, you know, for Christmas or birthdays or whatever. My sister will give me a gift card once in a while. But I, like Amazon is pretty easy to give, you know, a gift card. And then sometimes my parents will just give I me just, like a Visa I gift card. See, there you go. I don't mind the Visa one, but I just hate people assuming that they know where I want to spend my money. It's like, it's oh, almost rude, okay? My like, family knows. You're going to give me... <laughs> I know, but like, sure, you could buy me an Amazon gift card and I'll use it, but just give me the cash for crying out loud. Right. Like, why are you giving these companies advances of money? Maybe maybe I don't want to use that $50 at Amazon. I know I'll use it eventually, but maybe I want to use that $50 first somewhere else. So stop it with the gift cards. Can't you go on Amazon and buy a Visa card? <laughs> I don't know. Maybe you can. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. But uh, it's, it's like such a weird corporate scam, in my opinion. Okay, because mm -hmm. uh, for example, guess how much money Starbucks is sitting on in unused gift cards? I don't know. One billion dollars. So they're they're so, one of the twenty three billion <laughs> worth of gift cards. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. And that's just Eddie's so just discounting. These, that's just the cards you bought yeah. when you work there, right? <laughs> exactly, exactly. So we're basically handing these companies money and just trusting that whoever we give the card oh, to no. is going to use it. Oh no, something just happened. My uh, oh, oh, I see what, what I know what happened. Sorry, hold on. A second. My headphones, <laughs> my headphones cut out because. I bumped the power oh, no. bar on the side over here. I was sliding this piece of felt over a little bit, and it knocked the, the power bar thing. Felt. <laughs> Felt's going to be the end of us. That's right. Okay, so we're still going. Sorry. Yeah, the, the, you were saying in the middle of uh, Starbucks. Yeah, so we're handing these companies just a, a ridiculous amounts of money and, and just trusting whoever we give the gift card to, to actually use the money. But in reality, you're basically just going to a corporation and saying, hey, here's $100. You know, I don't like it. Just give, just give people cash. Well, it's different because, say, you know, my family doesn't live where I am, and we have to do a lot of stuff digitally, especially during the pandemic in the last three years or so. And it's, it's, a, it's a easier to give a gift card to, like, Amazon and then to send, Venmo. to send cash. Venmo's fine too, but then you're, Venmo. you're still giving money to a, through a, you're still transferring it through a corporation and I still have to pay a fee when I send it to my bank, you know? So, you know, it, it, no. how do we avoid corporations? <laughs> right. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's like, they're always meddling with our, all of our business. Get out of our Leave lives, corporations. Eddie, what are the most attractive skills a guy can have, according to this? Um, I don't know if it's a comprehensive survey from women, but um, it seems like it because here are a few things that the most attractive things a guy can have: emotional intelligence, which I think is okay, a good thing to have because if you're emotionally intelligent, then that's that's everything in a relationship. If you can kind of feel 
what the vibe is or what's going on and kind of like sense, hey, it's, something's isn't something's not quite right. I need to chill. Yeah. Yeah, you know? and most people are not emotionally intelligent. Uh, they'll just, you know, be very easily triggered in a relationship, and that leads to a lot of problems. So I, it's rare to find somebody who's emotionally intelligent. There are people that are really smart, and I, I always say there are a lot of different types of intelligence, and emotional intelligence is kind of how I feel uh, that I might be a little bit smarter than other people in some ways, or I right. pay attention to other people's uh, situation. Also listening. That's the hardest yeah. one. I think when you, uh, g- g- here's what I always have. And it's, it's like this in uh, my, uh, my radio career in my personal life. It's not that I fear silence or awkward silence. It's that I am like Eddie, you, I've told you this before. I've worked with people that have, uh, kind of let me hanging when it comes to like broadcasting and radio, when I've yeah. had co-hosts that, you know, you'll, you'll do a diatribe and then they'll have nothing at all to add. And you've, you've had that situation in your professional life too. And so sometimes yeah. I will just get going and I'll forget that, you know, I have a, a co-host with me that actually has stuff to right. say. <laughs> so, right. But listening is a difficult one. It's one you have to learn. Yeah. Yeah. It, it is hard to become a, a good listener. And, uh, even you see this with talk show hosts too. The best talk show hosts are the ones that know how to listen to their guests. They always say, you know, David Letterman was great at listening to the guest, and you know he would eventually just throw away the blue <laughs> cue card and and just uh, be having fun with the per- with the guest right there. So yeah, <laughs> listening is uh, a good skill. I'll never forget when he had Madonna yeah. on one time, and she is wearing like a tight little like a hat. And she's just in the middle of some kind of, she's talking about whatever she's promoting, going on and on and on. And he just said, can I stop you for a second? What is that, a swim cap? (laughs) 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 And he just sometimes knew how to have rapport with people. I think listening and also, especially when you're doing a comedy show or an entertainment show, you got to know when to jump in with something that's kind of funny or entertaining too, to mix it up. So it's not just, uh uh-huh. The, and the, the people that don't, will never, they always have to say, uh-huh, yeah, uh-huh, right, uh-huh, yeah. It's, yeah. it's, it's better just to, uh-huh. like, mute yourself. <laughs> yeah, uh-huh, yeah, exactly. Yeah, uh, exactly. Yeah. Right, uh-huh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, what? No, I can't stop doing it. Yeah, but yeah, those are those are attractive uh, traits there. Yeah, listening is a big one, and uh, cooking. talking about David Letterman. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, cooking. David knew how to cook, too. He did those cooking segments. That's right, he did that. Th- hey, he had a cookbook with his mom. We're, we're, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think we're saying David Letterman is the perfect man. <laughs> no, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Well, I was disappointed to see this stat. One in four dog owners do not clean up after their dog's poo. One in four. That's I, a that's a lot of people. I don't know. A lot if, of people. Is anyone a fan yeah. of feces? And unless you're a fecal filiac, uh, <laughs> no one likes it. It's terrible. <laughs> no one it's, is hoping to see more of it. I mean, yeah. Uh, like, why do people think if something creates it and it's on the ground outside where people walk that anybody would want to be involved in seeing that? That doesn't, you right. know, it's detached from that dog. And you don't. It's as just a, so rude. As the dog owner, you, know? you don't want to see it. As a cat owner, I don't want to clean out my cat's box, you know, the litter box, but I have to. There's nothing. It's I part can, of a, owning a pet. I mean, you're going to be right. touching its feces uh, <laughs> a lot. <laughs> that's right. 
constantly. Hopefully, like, hopefully that's with a bag. Dog, at least. Hopefully with some layer hopefully. between you and the actual <laughs> fecal matter. Now, I've had these moments where I have been out on a walk with my dog, and then I will, you know, he'll he'll poo, and then I'll reach for the little baggie, and yeah. then I'll realize, oh, no, I'm out of bags. Yeah. And I actually do get a, a panic attack when that happens, <laughs> and I'm, like, looking around. I'm like, oh, I hope nobody sees me, because I don't want to be seen as the guy that's not picking up after their dog, uh, you know, because... I would expect to be yelled at, and rightfully so. Like somebody should be like, "Pick up after your dog, jerk!" You know. Yeah. What is? The, I think we need to be shaming these people more often in public. Some neighborhoods will have bags, and like my building has bags as you leave at the back, the back door where most people take their dogs. Yeah. And so, uh, you know, you 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 have that access for free, which is nice because like they're trying to, you know. It's saving them time. The, the one thing that's so weird about, and I'll say this, it's not every country, but the United States has a lot of people that expect other people to pick up their garbage. And it's such a weird yeah, thing yeah. that, you know, that, that like uh, I, I was reading something in Japan, people uh, at like elementary schools, they don't even have janitors because they, uh, oh. they, te they teach the kids to clean up after themselves at a young age. I kind of like that. I, yeah. I like that, actually. I mean, that, that teaches kids to be clean because, I mean, if they have to clean up after themselves, they're going to be more tidy. I, I think I like that. It's almost like uh, military school in a way, but <laughs> well, I guess it's a public I, yeah. school. I grew up with a mom that it, was here insane. Here in America, it would be military school. Uh, yeah. My mom was insane about cleaning, and it was, you know, to the point where, you know, we were really annoyed as kids, but I'm glad she did it because— now, I don't really hear her voice yelling at me anymore. Thank God those voices have kind of faded, but um, for the most... Now they're replaced by other voices. <laughs> right, exactly. Yeah. Uh, it's my own voice yelling, yeah, go, go clean the litter box. Come on. Right. It's, it's, right. Uh, you know, you, 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 you didn't do it today. Go, get, go in there right now. <laughs> and I, but I think the thing is, is that um, a lot of people, some people had somebody doing it for them their whole lives, and they never had to lift a finger. And then they get out in the real world. And especially in apartments, sometimes it's somebody's first apartment and they're walking their, their first dog. I'm an adult now and I've got a dog. But, they, you know, they got cigarette butts they're throwing out and they're, you know, they're littering or whatever it is. And then the fecal matter. And they just don't care. And I, it's, right. it's, it's, um, it's not great for anyone else. It's not great for them either. So um, no, and in fact, this uh, dog poo it carries a lot of diseases yes. that are you know it's that was another story that popped up kind of recently is how many diseases that are that are in the dog poo and Ugh. it's not healthy for anybody to have that just uh, everywhere. So just clean up after your damn dog. Remember, if, if one in four people are not, and that's a lot. That's alarming. Stop Nobody it. likes feces. <laughs> All right, uh, you know I think. Uh, it's time to get a little more social, Marconi. Oh. Get oh, out no. there. Oh, God, no. And I know that uh, you've been uh, wanting to get out of the house more. I have. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, you, you sent me some pictures of the post office to prove that you left the house the other day. I was showing you my, where I, like, I walk, uh, you know, most every day. And I was just showing you a little bit of my neighborhood. I don't, I don't share that with anyone else. It was just a text video that I sent you and uh, now you've used it against me. So I'll never send a the private beautiful video beautiful again. Post office. I made a mistake. No, you have obviously keep, you have to keep <laughs> doing it because it was brought a lot of material to the show. This equivalent I, I like, is uh, like if you were screenshotting <laughs> our texts 
and posting on <laughs> social media. You know what I mean? Right. Well, I hate when people uh, do that too. By the way, when people I do uh, that should they, be illegal. Like if if I do it, it would be like one little thing, and I would never say who it was unless it was to no. do unless it was like funny and we we're just promote like if it was you and I and I'm like this is the kind of stuff Eddie and I really talk about and it's like you're showing me your new nutting jars or something you know what I mean right right <laughs> but but nothing real personal or anything yeah yeah exactly exactly but you know but the point is though you are getting out a little bit more and you're probably going to find yourself at a uh, a house party or a social gathering no. here very soon and you know, <laughs> you know, you know how these uh, these people. You go to a party and uh, they always have a joke ready to go. You oh. know these people. Yeah. Um, what is so, that? Like that's dads, right? I mean, yeah. I, like it's weird because you know, on my solo radio shows, I do what people might consider dad jokes, but I don't have them memorized. Yeah. I and it's kind of like my Marconi logs. I don't memorize that stuff. And so I don't. Yeah, isn't it weird? People memorize these jokes, but I've never uh, been a memorizer person. Like never. I always have to have my. You know, we have to have our teleprompters in front of us to do the show. All right, forget everything. Yeah, <laughs> right. I know exactly. But they asked people online, uh, "What are some go-to jokes oh, no. that you can have ready to go oh, God. Uh, when you're at a party?" And we can try some of these on, and maybe you'll memorize one of them for your next social gathering. Oh boy. Okay. Uh, here you go. Uh, did you know that before the invention of the crowbar, crows just drank at home? <laughs> That's pretty <laughs> dumb, but it, it's kind of like, you yeah. know, like, yeah, like you might snort laugh at that if you're in front of, you might courtesy laugh in front of somebody if you're there, Yeah, you know, you might, oh right. yeah, <laughs> great. All right. Funny. Huh? Yeah. Huh? No, I don't know. But I, I can't. Oh, you cut out. I feel out. like cheesy jokes that do kind of work at a party. Yeah. Uh, hello? All right, mother. You're there. You're, okay. you're back. Oh, you feel like, you feel like uh, pick up by where you said you feel like cheesy jokes again. You know, I do feel like cheesy jokes do work at a house party because, you know. <laughs> why, once, why at a house party? Uh, <laughs> and, uh, uh, you know, people are bored and they don't really want to be there. And people are just looking for an excuse to laugh at literally anything. So you can really hmm. have terrible jokes. That'd be see. the life of the party. Uh, what did the bra say to the hat? Oh no. I don't, what? You go on ahead. I'll give the, you go on ahead. I'll give these two a lift. Oh my God. <laughs> Good night, <laughs> everybody. <laughs> Good night, everybody. Oh. Yeah. Uh, what did the drummer, what did the drummer name her twin daughters? I don't know what. Anna one, Anna two. Oh, I hate you uh, very much. That's right. That's right. Yeah. That's right. These are terrible. No, don't. On second thought, don't use any of these jokes at all. Ever. Please. Eddie, have you heard of ghost lighting? Like, uh, you know, when no. people, because like people will ghost, you know, when you're chatting with someone on a dating app or something. And then you think you're having a good time. Things are going well. Like if if you get to a point in a situation with someone, maybe you're a digital communication, texting, whatever, and okay. you buy them somebody, the one person buys the other person a gift, and you think everything is going great, and then suddenly no more communication, it just ends, and then there's a time, a period that it uh, doesn't exist, and then the person just comes back like nothing ha happened. 
Oh, so, that's kind of weird. I, I don't know about that. Well, one. usually that to me that means that person has somebody else, somebody else uh, in a situation going on, and they're just right. going between people and having situations, and uh, they're not yeah. telling the other person. But that's dating, isn't it? Like you don't. I'm not gonna tell somebody Essentially. I just started dating. I'm oh, I I can't go out with you tomorrow night. I've got a date with someone else on this app. Yeah. Yeah, you can't do that. You can't do that. People uh, people are strange in these, uh, you know, in text and emails. And there's a something that I've been running into lately is uh, with with work emails, uh, people wanting to get on the phone a lot. And yeah. I don't like to no. get on the phone. And, um, you know, people will be like, hey, can we jump on a quick call to discuss <laughs> this? And, I, and no. what I usually do is I just answer their question in one sentence, and then I ignore the fact that they asked for a call. Yeah. And I, I don't ever set it up. <laughs> yeah. And I did that just uh, today. And then this guy got really offended in his response. And he's like, okay, then no phone call. LOL. I'm like, dude, I don't want to, I don't want to be on the phone right. with you. I'm busy. You don't have anything of value for me. <laughs> I'm not going to take time out of my day yeah. to talk to you. Okay. Like it might be valuable for you, but it's not me. So leave me alone. What I, what I find is like, yeah. if, if something's going on and I need to talk to my friend, you know, like a, like maybe an emotional situation or something where I have anxiety and my friend talking to them will calm me down. That's worth it because, you know, I, yeah. I've been in situations oh, you sure. have to where we're that's, both that's like good. where we're a little anxious about something and you and I just get on the phone and start riffing about BS or we explain what's going on. And then after a while, you're like, OK, I think I'm OK now. You know, it's uh, the time. Yeah, has passed. To me, that's that's different. That's totally cool. I mean, like but, to have a friend where you can do that. Right. Yeah. But I, but I agree. Like if it's a work related situation and it's just like, I, here's what I hate. I hate the setup of, we have to do, Hey, when do you guys meet today or tomorrow? Okay. Well, that doesn't work for me. Okay. Then it's somebody else goes, Oh, I right. can't do that. Well, you know, right. oh, turns out I can't do that either. Okay. Well, well <laughs> how about we do it this day? And then, then they get to that day. I'm sorry. I can't make it today. Can we reschedule it? And just a <laughs> never ending thing. I want right. to murder myself. It's, uh, yeah, it's, yeah. oh my God. And, and, and like, yeah. I, first of all, I didn't want to be a part of it anyway, but then, uh, right. you, you get to that point and you're just like, what am I doing with my life that <laughs> I have to like, I know, <laughs> I know you get, you get sucked into these endless meetings and these conversations you don't want to be in all the time. And, uh, it's just uh, exhausting. And I, I try to not get myself in the routine of having right. a lot of work uh, phone yeah. calls to begin with, because then people are like, "Oh, the, I can just call him anytime." No, you can't. <laughs> Leave me alone. <laughs> yeah. No thanks. No thanks. Eddie, what's something that people always turn into their personality? Um, I'll give you an example. Oh you know, yeah, yeah. Being a fan of Ted Lasso. <laughs> 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 No, and oh, geez, I had this. I had Ted Lasso come up with a group of friends just uh, a couple weeks ago, and they were all raving about how great it is. And I was the only one that I don't like Ted Lasso. We've talked about that on yeah. the show. You agree with me? Yeah. And I was saying, oh, it's terrible. It's overrated. And okay, I get it. He's a nice guy. <laughs> nothing else. I just, I finally just yeah. watched the final season, and it's just yeah. like, here's what it is. You know, I talk about Succession just being a series of meetings. What it is at Ted Lasso, it's a locker room scene where they're trying to figure stuff out. There's anxiety and stress going on. One guy is uh, mad at that guy in some situation. 
and then they go out of a fake game and they fake lose the game and then, you know, they come back in and they're like, well, we got to do better next time. And then there's a reporter and there's a whole thing and it's uh, the owners are clashing and, you know, this one and that one. And it's supposed to be exciting. I'm like, I don't find it exciting at all. It's a nice show. Yeah. I, I understand the sediment under, uh, sentiment underneath, but uh, it's not the greatest show ever made like everybody wants it to be. It's just... Uh, yeah, no, it's, yeah, it's okay. It's, it's not that great. I mean, I, I watched the first season and I was like, oh, you know, it's, it's an okay show. Yeah. It just it was more of a background watch to me. And I was, you know, no. then I, I then I started to lose interest in season two. And I was like, yeah, you know, I, meanwhile, everybody's raving about this show. Like it's the, it's the greatest TV show of all time. And I just, I don't see it. It's just and, not, and this it's is boring. The same thing for me and the bear. I watched the first season. I'm getting ready to watch the second season, but I keep putting it off. Yeah. And I know you said the second season is better. Oh, it's uh, way better than the first season. But I, the first season is just too much yelling. I, it's it's hard for me to get into these shows that I'm supposed to like. You know, I, I, yeah. I don't know what it is. Like, for instance, now people will say this, something that people make their personality, uh, like, like hating anything people love. Now, see, there it is. There's an example that's what we're doing. <laughs> like we're right. hating Ted Lasso. But I find it that you're just told, and since I was a kid, you're always supposed to told to like, you know, assimilate, be like everyone else. And to me, that's the opposite of what you should do. You should always be yourself. Yeah. And, uh, you know, it's your I choice. I hate Transformers. I hate Transformers. <laughs> yeah. I, I hate Fast and Furious movies. Yeah. And uh, I'm not a fan of superhero movies. Unless right. it's Spider-Man. Same. The Spider-Man. Now, I know people will say you're a basic person if you love Taylor Swift. And uh, to me, I say they can go to hell because I'm, I'm willing to make that part of my personality. I don't care. I'm, uh, that's one of the things I will, uh, you know, that's, that's a hill I'll, I'm willing to die on because I support right. her. Everything she does is great. Uh, she can do no wrong in my eyes. But at the same time, other people annoy me when they get into like, get, like better things. Like at least the person Ted Lasso can go straight to hell. Just go <laughs> like, ahead and say it. <laughs> yes, at least <laughs> uh, you know Taylor Swift has tons of number one hits. She's uh, killing it right now. Uh, uh, even uh, Wall Street and the New York Times have said she saved the economy in 2023. So I think maybe I'm onto something. <laughs> like maybe maybe I picked right. the right person to you know to back. Ted Lasso. When's the last uh, time Ted Lasso saved the economy? <laughs> Made people feel good during, uh, you know, a horrible time in the pandemic. Okay, I'll give him that. But other than that, it's just an okay show. Yeah, and we get it. He's nice. Moon Killers.